Atheism Rising, The Assault by Darkness Against Faith and Reason Forward As fellow members of the human race, we're all called to be kind, courteous, respectful, and loving toward one another, regardless of which religious faith or lack of faith we practice during this lifetime. Because this is the moral law that has been inscribed in our hearts by our Creator. Of course, for those of us who live in Christ by virtue of sacramental baptism, we will be held to a higher standard still. As Christians, we're not just called to love those we encounter, we're also required to forgive their transgressions against us that are wholly unforgivable. Jesus did this as he was dying on the cross to free us from sin and death, when he prayed to his Father in heaven for the salvation of his tormentors by saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Luke 23.34 Atheists don't know it yet, but the spiritual and psychological delusion hounding them today is only temporary. Although they may give the appearance of being quite adamant in their resolve to embrace a godless spiritual state that most Christians don't even want to fathom, in their humanity here on earth, they are still very much like the rest of us, at least for now. With respect to the immortality that awaits mankind in the afterlife to come, however, atheists can run, but they cannot hide. In the end, eternity will find them in just one of two places, like all the rest of us. As Scripture says, We shall all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bend before me, and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then, each of us shall give an account of himself to God. Romans 14.10-12 Given, then, that the falsehood of atheism is destined to pass away into eternal oblivion, what good can possibly be gained from embracing the futility of such non-belief? Why, through committing spiritual suicide, should atheists want to cut themselves off from the source of all goodness, truth, and life, when even Satan and the demons in hell know and acknowledge that Jesus is God and that he exists? Reference James 2.19 Why embrace a godless mindset that spits into the wind against the Holy Spirit, knowing in advance that it will only come back against you for all eternity. After all, God's word to mankind has revealed that following our death, there will be an afterlife, and just two eternal abodes that we can occupy. Furthermore, where we end up will be contingent upon the moral choices we make here on earth, through how we exercise the powers of our intellect and free will. This work comes to you from an American author, who writes from a Catholic perspective. However, the philosophical and theological insights offered here are really for anyone, of any faith, anywhere in the world, who wants to avoid the grave danger that comes with non-belief in a supreme being as the creator of the universe. As atheism today tries to promote itself in the world as the great intellectual alternative to authentic religion, I would like to encourage those who might be struggling in their religious faith to not be drawn into the falsehood of this belief system. 
God is still very much alive and well in heaven, where he has prepared an eternal abode for each one of us. Perhaps this is why the Christian author C.S. Lewis felt compelled to remind humanity, quote, We are not citizens of this world making our way to heaven, but citizens of heaven making our way through this world. End quote. As you move forward on your pilgrimage through this life, let the words in this manuscript enlighten and protect your soul against the forces of darkness and atheism that are working to destroy the eternal destiny of men. Then, may the gospel of Jesus Christ become your strength and your salvation, as together we proclaim with the angels and saints in heaven, Christ crucified and raised from the dead is the redemption and salvation of the world. Peace of Christ, J.M. Turner